back to the wind There's a world outside really dark and dark Where blues won't harm you anymore With a breath I breathe, love is so Come with me to the distant shore We won't hesitate Break down the garden gate There's not much time to take Car Radio, you're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program today from noon to 1, just uh, one hour today. We've got the golf tournament coming in, the, Mor- the Rocket Mortgage Classic coming on at 1 p.m. So uh, just an hour of Car Radio today, the best car radio program in all of Michigan. Got a great program for you. We're going to be talking all Bronco all the time. Ford Bronco has landed. Uh, much anticipated off-road vehicle, uh, big challenger to the Jeep uh, Wrangler. Great to have uh, that Wrangler versus Bronco war coming. We'll be talking to Vaughn Gittin Jr., who's been involved in the development of that vehicle. Lindsey Brook at SAE, who tested the car with me out in Austin, Texas, a week ago. And we'll also be talking to Jamie Groves, who's the chief program manager uh, for Bronco. So uh, lots of excitement uh, around Bronco. Lots to get to. Give us a call here at 313-778-7600 if you want to join the conversation. As always, you can find us at 9, 10 a.m. on Facebook and also on iHeartRadio. Uh, happy Independence Day to everybody. Uh, I am up in northern Michigan uh, broadcasting remote for 9, 10 a.m. Beautiful uh, weather up here, and we're joined by Vaughn Gittin, Jr. Vaughn, how are you? Hey, hey, man, I'm absolutely wonderful, uh, excited for a fun weekend, celebrating our freedoms, and, uh, yeah, enjoying it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, great to enjoy freedom in, a, in an automobile, and uh, we got a good one here with the Bronco. I, I, I want to ask you before we get into the uh, Bronco, are you racing this weekend? I am not. No, I'm home with the family uh, before I go on. Three, uh, four weeks of travel, uh, racing and fun having, but uh, now I'm home this weekend. Really excited. Oh, that's great. Yeah, good to be with family. On the 4th, uh, Vaughn Gittin Jr., um, uh, for our audience out there who doesn't know, multi-talented guy, is a Formula Drifter champion twice over, I believe. Uh, also races in Ultra 4 off-roading and uh, has RTR. Um, uh, is it R- yeah, that's right. Yeah, RTR vehicles. You know, we uh, we build okay, turnkey right. vehicles available in uh, Ford dealerships as well as uh, parts direct to uh, Ford vehicle owners. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, some pretty cool stuff coming out of the RTR shop. So, Vaughn, uh, you and I were down in Austin, Texas. I was riding shotgun with you in a uh, in a in a Bronco, and uh, we were having some fun out there. Uh, uh, tell us first of all your impressions of the new Ford Bronco. Yeah, well, I think you know, kind of lay the lay the groundwork. Um, you know, I'm a uh, I started off racing motocross, and I've always loved outdoors and off roading. And uh, the past five, I've been pretty heavy in racing ultra four. Um, I've been, you know, I saw the Bronco and been a part of the program since pretty early on, 
starting with early design in the studio and um you know we've uh been growing with that that brand team and um you know really have had some opportunities to be behind the wheel of the bronco over the last over the last year uh-huh. and it um you know my impressions uh just extremely impressed in all aspects from from on road just regular driving to capability off road it still to this day even though I've driven it a hundred times from Moab to Johnson Valley to Texas um you know uh every time I get in it I'm still just kind of like I can't believe that you can buy this off the showroom floor and do this you know and the first vehicle I ever said anything like that about was the Raptor um you know just how impressive that was off the showroom and and the Bronco does basically gives me the same feeling yeah, it's uh, yeah. Whether it's the Raptor or the or the Bronco, it's awesome that you can take a production vehicle and and put it through the extremes that we do. I mean, the the, the Raptor is a high speed off road thing. You can go 100 plus miles an hour uh, in the dunes with that thing, and then you can take the Bronco over the most extreme off road uh, rocks and streams that you can find. And and that that's one of one of the really cool parts of this program is you've actually worked with Ford to develop something called Bronco Off-Rodeo, where owners can go and experience their Bronco in, 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 the, in the most extreme environment that that, that uh, vehicle was uh, designed for. Uh, t- t- tell us about uh, Off-Rodeo and your, um, your involvement with it. Sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, Off-Rodeo is something that all Bronco owners get um, with the purchase of their Bronco two or four door or uh, Bronco Sport Badlands, so you basically uh, there's four locations: um, Texas, New Hampshire, uh, Las Vegas, and Moab. And um, so Texas is obviously where you were at, and Texas is uh, the location that Bronco Sport owners will be going to, and uh, Bronco two and four door owners have the choice of the four. And basically, the the goal was to bring customer, bring owners in, show them everything they need to know about the Bronco and its its technologies and capabilities, and then uh, you know teach them that. So they come in, they go for some some a two hour ish uh, training, and then they immediately hit the trails on the same day for a you know a short. Uh, a short run through these amazing trails that that have been uh, developed, and then um, day two, uh, specifically in Texas, you know they go for a lot longer uh, half day trail run, and um, and you know that's that's basically the experience. And and by time they leave, they have full confidence in how to use every facet of their Bronco to go out into the wild by themselves and and get into some fun having and. One of my favorite things about the Bronco, aside from it, you know, being a pro driver and its ultimate capability, whether you're going slow in the rocks or cross streams or fast in the desert, it does it all. Um, But what I love about it is its accessibility and the confidence that it can give a very novice driver. So Ford's done a lot of the hard work for you, right? The GOAT modes that you select automatically puts the vehicle in certain – allow certain vehicle dynamics, automatically lock the lockers where it's needed. So an amateur can simply look at the terrain they're about to conquer, turn the the button on the console and say, okay, I'm in mud and ruts, 
and turn to that mode. Or they can say, okay, I'm in sand and turn to that mode. And the engineers have already set up like the best base setting for that, right? For the sand, it, you know, puts the locker, the rear locker on and changes the calibration of the throttle so that you don't just blow the tires off and the vehicle finds traction. Whereas Baja mode keeps the lockers off and allows you to, you know, allows the the vehicle to hold longer gears and makes the throttle a lot more peppy and instantaneous. So they've really done a lot of the legwork for, you know, someone that's not me that wouldn't know, okay, I need my locker for this. I'm doing that. Turn the trash control off. You know, they've done it all. And so for me, that's what I love. And Ford's taking it a step further, not only building the capability in the vehicle, but teaching, um, you know, people and inspiring people to get out in the wild and use their Bronco for what it's for. So for me, this off-rodeo project, and, and I have to also give a shout-out to my teammate, Lawrence Healy, from the Fun Ever Off-Road team, who's been a huge proponent all the way with this. You know, he's a lifelong off-roader and, the, you know, winning his driver in Ultra 4, multiple-time King of the Hammers champion. And so we've all put our passion into this experience for the owners. Um, and it's been a, you know, really cool thing for me, kind of Walt Disneying this experience that tens of thousands of people will, will go through, you know, so everything we're creating and developing, it's just that thought of, man, this is going to put a huge smile on people's face when they see this or when they get to go over that obstacle. So um, it's, it's, it's really incredible. And uh, for any Bronco owners that, that have not signed up for it, I would encourage you uh, to head to broncooffroadio.com and sign up. And, you know, it's it's 100% free. You kind of handle your flight and rental and things. And it's just, uh, well, how did you feel about the experience? Let me flip it to you. You got you got a nice taste. <laughs> well, and I, and I and and to echo what you say, I, I recommend every, every every everybody who buys these vehicles, whether it's a Bronco or a Bronco Sport, take advantage of the Bronco off-rodeo because uh, it, it really shows you the capability of these cars. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a racer. I'm an on-track racer, and, and Ford has offered this for the Ford Mustang customers. They can go to uh, a racetrack and really experience the extremes of, of that vehicle. They used to do it with the, uh, with the Ford Focus uh, and, and, the, um, and the Ford Fiesta STs, and now they're extending that to the off-road. So if you buy a Raptor or if you buy – at Bronco, uh, they'll, they'll really put you through uh, an off-road program and show, show you what these vehicles really do. And there's a, there's a sweetener there, right, Vaughn, um, that uh, I think you're, you'll be dropping in occasionally and doing some rides for customers at these off-rodeos. But at the end of the day, a customer at uh, uh, one of these um, off-rodeo parks will get a high-speed ride with a pro driver. That's that's really fun. Yeah, we developed out what we call the uh, Fun Haver 5 Smile Loop. And it's a short mile loop, but it's got multiple different terrains, some obstacles. Uh, um, you know, we even uh, arguably got the wheels off the ground, officially, unofficially. And, um, yeah. you know, it, um, it's one of those uh, experiences that really shows you the capability you know, we have to develop out these experiences so that everybody can do them when they're behind the wheel. But we, every off-rodeo has experienced drivers that are trail guides. And, you know, at the end of the day, you go for a hot lap with them 
And, uh, you know, our mindset is, you know, leave everyone with a leave in with a huge smile, but also really showing them the capability that if they want to continue to excel their driving skills, you know, what the vehicle really can do. And that that's really where, you know, I continue to pinch myself every time I get in the Bronco. I mean, you know, we had a ton of, of media, including yourself out. And, you know, I consider media some of the most jaded people on the planet when it comes to vehicle capabilities. And um, one of the biggest things everyone asks is, like, this is a stock Bronco. You know, like, that was <laughs> that was the question about midway through the course, you know. And I'm like, I know. You know, like, my, it literally has me shaking my head every time. So can't, uh, can't praise the engineering team of, of the Bronco team uh, enough. They just knocked it out of the park. And, you know, from my early experience of them just doing their assessment and really figuring out customer targets and pain points they wanted to improve on, like Ford did their homework and I saw all the behind the scenes or a lot of the behind the scenes of it. And being someone that's been with Ford for, you know, uh, going on 15 years now, um, I've never seen the effort that's been put towards a, a product in it, and it really shows. And I'm not saying they don't put effort towards it, but this one. You know, this one they made sure that they came came to the party, uh, you know, ready to go. And, and I think, uh, you know, the proof's in the pudding, if you will, with the what the vehicle is and all that it is. So I'm really, really proud of it and really pumped that it's going to be hitting the road and people are going to be able to start receiving theirs and, you know, getting out into the, the roads less traveled and exploring. Sorry about that. We had a little uh, little phone glitch there. I don't know if Vaughn is still on the line. Vaughn, you still there? I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we lost the lost the host. I thought we had lost you, but uh, we've lost the uh, the host phone there somehow. Um, well, uh, Vaughn, uh, yeah, really appreciate your uh, joining us on a on a Saturday. Um, uh, love this Bronco. I really enjoyed the time with you down there in in Austin, Texas, and. Uh, who knows? Maybe next time we get you on the program, we'll talk about that um, Mustang Mach E 1400. I think you're you're having some fun with that. Oh man, that uh, that thing has changed my life. It's uh, yeah, I'd love to <laughs> love to talk about it when you're ready. Let me know. It's uh, incredible machine, and 
I never thought I'd love uh, electrification uh, as much as it's turning into. In fact, I've got a production mocking in my driveway right now. I've been enjoying for a few days. So, uh, yeah, happy to happy to chat on that a bit. It certainly uh, certainly caught me by surprise. Yeah, yeah, lots lots coming lots coming from Ford uh, from Maki to Bronco. Uh, thanks, Vaughn. Uh, uh, happy Independence Day to you. Yeah, you as well. Thanks for having me. Have fun, guys. Yeah. All right, that's Vaughn Gittin Jr. And uh, of course, you can catch him in Formula Drift and, and Ultra Four off roading, uh, as well as seeing some pretty cool cars he's put put together with RTR vehicles. Uh, the most recent being the uh, Mustang Mach E 1400, which has five electric motors in it. I believe uh, 1400 means 1400 horsepower, crazy capable uh, electric car, and uh, we'll be hearing a lot more from. Uh, Ford on that, but uh, we're going to stay on the Ford Bronco track here. Got our good friend Lindsey Brook, editor of SAE Publications, on the line. Lindsey, how are you? Hey, Henry, how you doing? Hey, doing good. Uh, uh, good to have you on the program. Happy uh, Independence Day to you. Same to you. We were uh, we were we were enjoying a little freedom down there in Austin, Texas, driving this new. Uh, Ford Bronco, uh, what did you think? Well, it's, you know, Ford kind of gave us all the specs on the new Bronco about a year ago, last July 2020. And looking them over at the time, my expectations were very high, looking at the capability on paper of this truck. And after having driven it, down at the ranch in Texas, Henry, uh, you know, 360-acre ranch turned into a multiple off-road course, four-by-four lover's dreamland. Uh, this vehicle did not disappoint me at all. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of figured it would be good off-road, but it really shined where many people will be driving it, and that's on-road. Uh, and, you know, the one benchmark in this area is Jeep Wrangler. And, of course, it's been around since World War II. Uh, it's really a benchmark in terms of off-roading in particular. It's always had some weak spots on-road. I think Wrangler, Henry, has finally has a serious headlight-to-headlight competitor with the new Bronco. Yeah, and it's uh, and, and that's, that, of course, is the Broncos target. I mean, they're, they're going straight at the, the Jeep Wrangler. There, there've been some other vehicles, uh, in this midsize segment, uh, uh, that have sort of nibbled around the Wrangler's capabilities. Uh, but, but the, the, the Bronco really goes head to head, uh, in, in, in every aspect, uh, from, uh, its capabilities with, uh, with, um, uh, with uh, 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 unlocking the uh, sway bars to uh, twin locking uh, differentials. I mean, there's there's a lot that's going on in this vehicle. We're going to take a break here and uh, hear hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to get into some of those oily bits with Lindsey Brook. You're on Car Radio 9:10 a.m. Vonda Vonda's Law. Have you or your family members been seriously injured in a car accident? Charged with a crime? 
convicted of a crime, denied an insurance claim, going through a divorce, need a will and more? Give us a call today at Vonda's Law at 1-833-VONDA-LAW. Again, that number is 1-833-VONDA-LAW, and let us fight for you. Detroit People's Platform works for real community benefit agreements, advocates, and organizes for truly affordable housing and public transit that responds to the needs of Detroiters in the nation's largest majority black city. Make your plan today to vote absentee or at the polls in the primary election on Tuesday, August 3rd. Because in 2021, majority black Detroit deserves better. Visit DetroitPeople'sPlatform.org or follow us at Detroit People's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to maintain, protect, and defend majority black Detroit. WFDF 910 AM Superstation as we will be bringing you the Rocket Mortgage Classic from the Detroit Golf Club. Listen live as returning champion Bryson DeChambeau plays against Ricky Fowler, Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson, and the rest of the field. Tune in Thursday, July 1st and Friday, July 2nd from noon to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Saturday, July 3rd and Sunday, July 4th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can only listen to the Rocket Mortgage Classic on 910 AM or Sirius XM Radio. Do you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS? If so, you may qualify for the IRS's Fresh Start Program. The Fresh Start Program is one of the biggest tax breaks the IRS has offered. Call Tax Group Center at 800-685-6150 to see if you qualify for the IRS's Fresh Start Program. Their team of tax experts and attorneys will get you the best tax settlement possible. Call 800-685-6150 now to learn if you qualify for the IRS's Fresh Start Program. Call Tax Group Center at 800-685-6150. 800-685-6150. Here on Car Radio with Henry Payne on the line with us, Cadillac Racing Program Manager, Laura Clouser. How are things looking down there at Daytona Raceway? We've got a little bit of everything, the NASCAR team, an XF1 driver, of course, IndyCar, and then the Insta crew that does really take the machine and show everybody what it's made of. Talking to Jim Morrison, who is the Jeep Ram Chief. I'm happy to report that Grand Cherokee has been still the market leader for five years. We held the highest loyalty. The best car radio program in all of radio. And you can only get it here on 910 AM Superstation. 910, the Superstation. Detroit's only African-American talk radio. AM, the Superstation. We're talking Ford Bronco today, and uh, we're joined by Lindsey Brook, uh, editor of SAE Publications. And, uh, Lindsey, we're talking before the break about how the Ford Bronco really went directly at the Jeep Wrangler here from stem to stern. And my sense is, uh, both in driving the car and in talking to engineers about it, uh, what, what they really wanted to do was, was simplify the, the Bronco and, and bring uh, modern electronic 
uh, tech into it. Uh, 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 talk about that a little bit. Well, and that can be two conflicting issues because, you know, simplicity, electronic overlay upon overlay is, is not necessarily simple. I mean, if you looked at the electrical architecture of this vehicle, it's probably pretty complex, but simplicity, Henry, in the fact that when you want to, as you alluded to, uh, lock just the front differential to get you up a hill, let's say, you can do that with the push of a button. You want to lock the rear differential. You want to lock both differentials. You want to uh, scoot around a 90-degree, very tight turn in the woods where you've got trees on either side of the trail. You've got a feature called trail turn assist that will basically lock a rear wheel and, and in low range will pivot the vehicle depending on steering angle pivot the vehicle kind of like a skid loader right around the corner. And, and that is, and, and we sample these uh, features on many different types of trail going up rock, fording streams, mud, um, every type of condition and terrain. And this vehicle was just about unstoppable. You talked about unlocking the sway bar. Many vehicles that have automatic locking sway bars, they kind of clunk uh, when they unlock, and they clunk when they lock. And unlocking the sway bar gives you more axle articulation, which means the axle can move in a, in a higher angle. Uh, and and it, it's, it's really, really smooth in the Bronco in our experience. Um, you know, there's a feature that has a 360-degree camera out the front, so when the vehicle's in low-range four-wheel drive, it gives you a view, in some cases, kind of down the trail or across the muddy, the, the, the muddy stream. Uh, it, it allows you to see varying views of the vehicle, plan view, looking down on the vehicle to tell you where, you're, where your front tires are. Uh, the vehicle also has these little pointers on the, on the leading edges of both front fenders that kind of give you a sense of where the side of the vehicle is. Now, all of this matters to people who are dirt roaders and off-roaders, but it can also be helpful, you know, driving in the snow and driving on just narrow, just narrow thoroughfares. Um, so the new Bronco has, it's, it's simple in terms of its kind of capability. It gets you where you need to go. It, it's sophisticated in the fact that when you push buttons, electronic things happen that, that, gives you that simplicity of being able to go where you want to go. Uh, so yeah. very, 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 very uh, sophisticated, but very simple. And the capability uh, is just really, really good. It's also really good on road, like I wanted, I wanted to say. And uh, the fact that Ford engineers chose an independent front suspension for this vehicle, which is kind of controversial because off-road people think that uh, a solid live front axle a la Wrangler, is more durable. Uh, and they, they kind of also, you know, recognize that on the road, independent front suspension really is, is a, a better steering vehicle. It doesn't bump steer. In other words, when it hits a bump, it doesn't kick the wheel in either direction. It, it tracks very smoothly. That was a big engineering decision for Ford and very controversial. You know, the Jeep Nation people, the real hardcore off-road Jeep guys, have always push back against live front axles. Uh, but they also years ago pushed back against coil springs. 
and and you know they were determined to be better. So the current Wrangler has coil springs. Jeeps of old had leaf springs. So I think when the Jeep engineers start to tear this new Wrangler, uh, tear this new Bronco down, and do their competitive analysis, who knows? They might finally recognize that independent front suspension really gives you a lot of advantages. Well, we'll have to see about that, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, well, and, I, and I think theory-wise, this vehicle's got it for sure. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, in the, in the last generation, Wrangler made some big updates. Um, uh, to your point, you know, went went to the uh, uh, coil springs, uh, really modernized the interior relative to previous generation Wrangler. So the, the Wrangler too has really been modernizing. And I, what, what I what I love about the Bronco is that the, the, a lot of the technology you're talking about. Uh, the trail turn assist, uh, the cameras, these are things that, uh, that we're used to on, uh, high end performance vehicles. I mean, uh, there's, you know, high end performance vehicles, uh, will, will break the inside wheel in order to help a car rotate around a, a, a high speed corner, for example. Uh, they'll, they'll use, um, uh, use, use cameras and, and uh, technology, uh, uh, they'll use adaptive cruise control. I mean, that's not necessarily a performance vehicle thing, but any vehicle will use, will use adaptive cruise control on road. Uh, the Bronco brings that off road with uh, with a uh, with a sort of low speed adaptive cruise control, so you can one pedal drive and concentrate on driving. So, it, yeah, it's a it's a neat marriage, I think, of uh, tech with off road, which, to your point, generally has been uh, you know, pretty pretty raw, rugged world uh, to this point. I, I'm I'm really eager to see Wranglers and Broncos go head to head up at Holly Oaks. Where, where where do you think the um, Wrangler strengths lie, and where do you think the Broncos strengths lie? Well, I think Wrangler is still really superb off road. There's no question about that. It's it's an industry benchmark. Anybody developing a new four by four has a Wrangler in their competitive fleet. No question. I think. Uh, on the road, again, the live front axle makes it a little – you've got to steer this vehicle all the time, the Jeep Wrangler. Uh, it's, it doesn't track real well. The faster you go, it's not super stable, particularly the short wheelbase one. Uh, the Bronco, the, the two-door short wheelbase and the four-door long wheelbase both track really well on road. So on road, my choice is Bronco just heads above the Jeep. Um, Bronco is quieter inside, I found, both uh, with the soft top and with the hard top. That's something Jeep can certainly, you know, can certainly get their arms around. I think driving position goes to Bronco. I think Jeep has always been hindered by a fairly upright windshield, uh, very kind of sit-up-and-beg driving position. Uh, I'd say comfort to me as a six-foot-three guy, uh, goes to Bronco, even though Jeep has made some improvements. You made the point about uh, sports car-like controls, Henry, and Bronco engineers went to a rotary dial to the right in the right console between the front seats, rotary dial like high-end sports cars have to select um, drive mode, four-wheel drive. It It has buttons and a dial on it. Very easy to use, falls directly to hand. Jeep Wrangler still has a separate stick for the transfer case. Now, the Jeep guys love that. That harkens back to World War II, but it's a little bit clunky today. 
So, but yeah. the Jeep guys love it. And Jeep engineers follow the Jeep faithful, the hardcore Moab, Utah trail guys. They follow their their wants very closely. So it's going to be, like you say, it's going to be very interesting to see these two vehicles face off. Yeah. Well, and you can't, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting, too, when you're uh, with a Bronco all day, some of the uh, pieces because uh, that they chose not to copy from a Wrangler. For instance, you can't drop the windshield the way you can right. with the uh, Wrangler. Uh, the it, the, uh, the hood opens like a normal hood. There aren't these uh, sort of rugged uh, off-road straps uh, that are on the hood. So, yeah, it's really fascinating, I think, to take them side by side. Uh, let's pull back just here a little bit. What does Bronco say about the Ford brand in general? I mean, this is a brand now that does not make sedans anymore, does not make my beloved uh, Ford Fiesta ST anymore. This, th- th- this Bronco really harkens to a new SUV Ford, doesn't it? Well, it does, and, and it's a shame that there was a gap there uh, that Ford didn't make Bronco. You know, Bronco started out, and we even drove one in Texas, a, a first-generation one, very compact, very narrow vehicle, candy vehicle. You could plow snow in a very narrow driveway with that early Bronco. Then the Bronco got big, and it got it got to be an F, F-series pickup-based vehicle. It got giant. And so then, then it went out of production. So they rekindled this brand, and Ford now really has its gun sight aimed, really focused on on these key brands that have always been strong for Ford. Mustang is a brand, is a sub-brand. Bronco is a sub-brand. F-Series is a sub-brand. And people know, know these. I mean, even people in other countries that never had Broncos, you know, exported to them know what the Ford Bronco is. And now that they've got Bronco Sport, which is based on the Escape platform, um, you know, Bronco Sport kind of extends the Bronco name. And they're trying to build a Bronco nation. And, you know, the so-called Jeep nation that is just Jeep fanatics. And this is a multi-billion dollar aftermarket, parts aftermarket, too, that Ford is going after with this. And the more Bronco out there, the more the Bronco brand is extended and expanded. So I think it's a great idea. It's a shame that they stopped production of the, of the vehicle for a number of years. But smart idea to bring it back. I think it's really good for Ford, and it, it enhances the other Ford nameplate brands as well. Yeah, really. I mean, it, it starts to look uh, Ford starts to look a lot like Jeep. <laughs> you got you got this uh, right. halo off roader, and then uh, in, in forming a, a a a very robust SUV lineup, beginning with a Bronco Sport, which is a you know so many. I, I think there's been a little confusion here with the launch of the Bronco. And the Bronco yeah. Sport at the same time, uh, the Bronco Sport is is unibody based uh, on the same platform as the Ford Escape. Also very capable, but is a uh, is a cheaper uh, sort of more um, daily driver than the truck based Bronco. Right, and and people should know that. But uh, I've even had questions about that. Well, what about this Bronco Sport? Well, they're totally. Other than the name, they're totally unrelated, but they're in the Bronco family and. That Bronco Sport is very, it's more capable off-road than you would think. The new Bronco comes in. I thought it would be capable off-road. It sure is, and it's also super capable on-road and, and much more refined, I think, than, than the Wrangler is. Henry, you should also, you know, let your 
let your listeners know that if you want to buy a Bronco today, good luck on that because <laughs> because uh, my local Ford dealer says 2023 Ford has sold 125,000 of these vehicles, and that's more than the plant can make. So they're sold out for another model year. So maybe you can maybe if you know your local Ford dealer, you could work a deal. But these things are are I mean, this has been just. This is kind of like the 64-and-a-half Mustang when the Mustang came out. Bronco fever has just taken over, and, uh, you know, you can't get one today. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think the, uh, the used market, you're going to have folks uh, flipping these things for crazy prices uh, for, for that reason, much like you're finding with Corvettes right now. Right now. They can't build enough Corvette C8s. It's going to be the same problem with the with the Bronco. Well, Lindsay, uh, appreciate your joining us uh, today. Uh, great fun there in the Bronco, and uh, look forward to talking to you uh, more down the road. Happy July 4th to you. Same to you, Henry. As always, thanks for having me. All right, so for our uh, final segment uh, today, we've got a shortened program. We're just uh, doing car radio uh, for an hour, looking ahead to the Rocket Mortgage Golf Classic coming here at uh, 1 o'clock. Uh, we have one more segment for you today. Uh, when I was out in Austin, Texas, I sat down with Jamie Groves, who was the Ford Bronco program manager, and uh, and we, we talked about the full development uh, of the Bronco. Here's Jamie Groves. Out in Austin, Texas. Uh, great, great to be. Kind of hot out here in, in June, but that's okay because we're all – inside new Ford Broncos, which are nicely air-conditioned. You can air-condition them nat- naturally or uh, with, with the roof, uh, roof up. Uh, we're joined by Jamie Groves, who is the vehicle engineering manager of this extraordinary project. Uh, Jamie, uh, congratulations on the Ford Bronco. And take us back to the beginning. How, how did this thing happen? Oh, well, uh, you know, I've been involved with the project for four and a half years now. Uh, you know, it wasn't right from the very beginning for me, but pretty close. Um, you know, we, from the off-road perspective, uh, started very early on with uh, running trails. We were in Rubicon, we were in Moab. Uh, we ran trails out there to set the rock crawling targets for the program and define all those parameters it was going to take to meet those. Um, you know, we spent uh, a ton of time out in Johnson Valley kind of defining what it was going to take to deliver on the high-speed, high-excitement uh, uh, tenant behind the program, and um, then you know we've just done a, a ton of testing uh, to support all of that and yeah. bring it to life out here. So it's kind of the off-road part of the story. Um, yeah, I mean these this this off rodeo uh, idea is really cool and uh, kind of a great way to bring the customers in. Uh, this this is a a niche. A, a very fast-growing niche in this SUV age, but it's been owned by Jeep, by the Jeep Wrangler. Uh, I was recently at Holly Oaks in the Michigan area, and other than ATVs and, and motorbikes, it's, it's, it's Jeep Nation out there. Um, you guys want a piece of this. Uh, how, 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 how is your approach different from Jeep uh, going off-road with the Bronco? Yeah, so the, the Bronco from the very beginning uh, was really, you know, we, we wanted to be authentic to the Bronco brand. And so, you know, the, um, we certainly want to be very capable in the rocks and be able to run down any type of terrain, which is the, the goat nomenclature goes over any type of terrain. And, uh, so it's kind of the all-around 
vehicle, so it's not just a dedicated rock crawling uh, SUV. Uh, but on top of that, it needed to deliver on this high speed, high excitement, fun aspect that uh, you know we've kind of built a reputation with with the Raptor and wanted to bring it to the Bronco. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I noticed as a tall guy, uh, as soon as you get into a Bronco after spending a lot of time in, in Jeeps is ergonomically, this is a lot easier car. I'm, I'm big, I get into a Wrangler, I'm immediately aware of the roll bar and uh, where I am in proximity to that. Uh, the roll bar here is, is more recessed. Um, uh, you, you look at the uh, console, uh, the Wrangler, you have uh, two shifters there if you have a transfer case. Uh, this vehicle has a, uh, has, a, has a shifter, but then just a rotary knob uh, to go through your, through your uh, modes. It, it, it feels just a lot simpler, more ergonomically friendly when you get in. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think, uh, you know, to your point about the, uh, the, the bar, the, um, the Bebo, if you will, uh, that sits behind your head uh, you know, in the Jeep, um, you know, we really focused on delivering this uh, more open experience, so uh, the democratization of open air. So uh, mm -hmm. if you sit in the back of the truck, uh, you feel just, uh, you know, it's even more open, right? Because you've got the full uh, open roof out in front of you, which, yep. um, you know, having a bow across the, the center really intrudes upon. So we've really focused on delivering, a, you know, kind of next level open air experience. It, it is it is a totally open air experience. Again, like like Wrangler, you can take the doors off, you can take the uh, roof off. Um, but the the term modularity keeps coming up uh, when you when you uh, talk to engineers in this in this program. Uh, speak to that a little bit and, and how that benefits the customer. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, We've got a number of things that make the truck uh, highly uh, modular and accessorizable. Uh, so um, the doors come off, they're very easy to take off. Uh, we've got an uh, electrical connector that is on the hinge pillar that has a door that slaps shut once you take the connector out to protect it from dirt. Um, we have removable front fenders that are, you know, most front fenders are bolt-on, but these are very easy to get off. Uh, removable grill that can be replaced to, with different styles. Uh, and oh, so you can actually replace the grill oh, on yeah. one of these. If you if you kind of get tired of your grill, you can put a different one on. Sure can. Oh wow. Yep. And uh, even the rear quarter uh, is bolt-on. So if you bang it up off-roading, uh, or you want to change up the style uh, with an accessory version, you can pull both the, the fender and the rear quarter off and replace those. The fender flares. Uh, are mounted with quarter turn fasteners, so a couple of flicks and you just give it a yank and the whole fender flare pops right off. Uh, we've got a modular front bumper uh, that has removable wings on the front. It's got a bunch of mounting points on it. You can get a brush bar, you can get a winch. Um, and then we've put accessory mounting points all over the truck. You see exposed fasteners in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, they'll have a Bronco branding on the head of the fastener and uh, it's kind of a cue that Hey, we've got accessories that you can mount here, and it just really opens up possibilities. Yeah. So yeah, so you, you kind of saw that in Wrangler. I mean, Wrangler owners obviously uh, love to accessorize their vehicles. They like to take the doors off, but you, you kind of went point by point uh, through that 
practice and saw ways to make it easier. You know that customer. I mean, you got the spare sitting on the back uh, trunk. You know, it's that's that's very uh, very easy. But you literally went through the went through the car and said, "How do we make everything that easy?" Yeah, that was the idea. We want to make this uh, kind of a canvas. It's uh, kind of you see what people have done with classic Broncos, and it's a generational product that you know you could be in the family for for a long time, right? And yeah. People may want to modify it over time, make it their own, kind of, uh, you know, when they get tired of this style and there's a new style they see out there, they want to mix it up, you know, it makes it very easy to, to do all of that. How has that uh, brand uh, lived for so long? I mean, uh, uh, Jeep's been out there since World War II, uh, Mustang's been strong since uh, uh, 65, uh, 64 and a half. Uh, Bronco kind of went away, particularly as an off-road vehicle. It kind of grew, became a big SUV, I think went away in the late 1990s. How, how has that, that fire stayed uh, alive? Uh, I think there's, there's a ton of passion out there in the Bronco community, uh, certainly outside of the company, and there's always been a passionate uh, core inside the company who has uh, really wanted to bring the Bronco back. And it's just fantastic to see it out here and see the smile on everybody's faces when they get out of them, uh, driving them off. Yeah, yeah, really. That's a powerful brand that can uh, live decades like that without necessarily having a product uh, in the in the market. So, so you guys come to uh, market. Uh, I'm going to test you here, see if you can name off all the trims. I, I, I can't, but you, you you start with that. You start with a base model. You can get it in two or four doors. Uh, take it from there. Okay, sure. Yeah. So <laughs> the next trim series up is the Big Bend, uh, and you can get all of them in uh, two or four door. Uh, but you've got the Big Bend, uh, the Outer Banks, the Black Diamond, uh, and then the Badlands and the wild track <laughs> and uh yeah they all have their own kind of unique personality and uh fit you know the lifestyle that uh, the customer is looking for yeah uh which one would you get and why uh i ordered a badlands uh two-door two-three manual mm -hmm. also and so you're going with the base engine the two-three which is really good i mean i i that, that to me is one of the highlights of this program i'm a huge uh, ford ford focus uh, rs fan mustang fan you guys have put that engine that 2.3 300 horsepower thing in this is the base engine yeah it's great i mean especially in a two-door i mean the truck is light and nimble that two three manual is just a blast to drive on the road it's a blast to drive off-road i just love it yeah so so you're you're a pretty serious off-roader i mean you, you order bad lands you want to take that off-road you want the disconnecting sway bar yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've been uh, having a blast with them just through the development process, and I'm I'm uh, I'm a Bronco guy now. I'm an off-road guy. I wasn't before uh, the program uh, much, and so it's just been a huge learning experience and just an absolute riot to, to work on. It's been a blast. Yeah, but it, it, it's such a cool car. Now, actually, the Detroit News uh, Vehicle of the Year last year was the Bronco Sport, which is part of this family. Bronco Sport is not based on this ladder truck frame. It's based on the escape frame, but it, but in its own right, is a really capable off-road vehicle and I think has given people a taste for what's coming in styling. That's been a huge hit this year. Absolutely. I, uh, it's been just uh, so much fun to watch what people are doing with their Bronco Sports online. I mean, it's blown my mind the places you see those uh, 
those Bronco Sports uh, out on the trails and, and not even Badlands variants. You see, uh, you know, Outer Banks up on the tops of mountains, and yeah, yeah. it's just so cool to see. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next few months. Yeah, yeah, I love that car. So uh, you mentioned, uh, you alluded to the high-speed part. Uh, but what's the other thing that's cool about the Ford DNA is speed. I mean, this is a company that was uh, whose, whose founder raced the car back in the early 20th century in order to get attention uh, for his product. Uh, you guys uh, beat uh, uh, Ferrari at Le Mans in '66. Uh, speed is throughout this brand. Your 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 uh, uh, Raptor uh, Super Truck is sort of defined. Uh, created a, 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 that segment. There is speed in this. We were out there driving around with Vaughn Gitlin, for goodness sake, on a high-speed off-road course today. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, again, um, it was a key tenant of the program from the very beginning. It had to deliver on that fun and excitement. And uh, so we've done things with the product to deliver that. You know, certainly the powertrain lineup, 2.3, like I said, is, uh, as a base engine is really impressive. And then the 2.7 is... Uh, it's going to blow people away, I think, for V6 in this truck. Um, the suspension system, we've got IFS and uh, racky pass steering in the front, so the handling on-road and off-road is really good. Uh, talk about that a little bit, I mean, because that, that's that's one of the things that Wrangler and Bronco people are going to argue over, whether, whether you have a solid solid front axle or whether you have the independent uh, uh, front front uh, suspension. Talk about the, uh, the, the benefits, the drawbacks of that. Yeah, so with the independent front suspension, uh, you know, you have less unsprung mass in the front. You can keep the contact patch of the tire on the ground and, and pointed the direction that you want it to go. Um, so it really does help in the, in the high-speed stuff, whether you're on the road or in the desert or hard-packed, uh, you know, two-track in Michigan. Um, and then we've put uh, Bill Stein ESCV position-sensitive dampers in the truck, so uh, you know, similar to what's in Raptor with the internal bypass position-sensitive. This has on-stop control and both jounce and rebound. So, like you felt today, uh, you know, this thing will fly through uh, some bumps and whoops and just kind of sucks it up and, and just puts smiles on faces. Yeah, and and, and you guys uh, took this to the most serious. Uh, test. You took this down Baja. The the uh, the on track guys, Ford GT. They, they they went to Le Mans. You guys went to Baja. You actually did this production truck in Baja. You were one of the drivers. Uh, talk about that vehicle. How you prepared for it and what the experience was like. Yeah, we got uh, the opportunity to to drive a Bronco uh, down there. We ran it as an engineering validation exercise. So Seth Kozlowski and Brad Lovell and I. Uh, fielded the stock Bronco, just totally production except for some safety equipment, so roll cage and race seats, and we put some lights on it, uh, carried an extra spare in the back and a jack, so the truck was loaded down, but uh, performed flawlessly. We, yeah. we yeah, you have 2.7 in it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 2.7 yeah. twin turbo. Yeah, that was a Badlands uh, four-door with the 2.7, and uh, yeah, we only stopped on the clock twice, so the normal 1,000 is a stage rally and uh, so um, during the uh, race we only stopped twice and it was both times for flat tires got them changed and kept going the truck for a thousand miles actually it was like 11 or 1200 miles I think uh, including some of the on-road sections was uh, just a blast to drive down there kept on going got us a podium finish and a 
class with a bunch of pre-runner race trucks. So it's a pretty exciting experience. Yeah, that, that is really impressive. Um, and, and is the nature of Baja uh, generally high speed? I mean, are you are you using things like the disconnect uh, front axles, or, or is, it, is that more of a test of just how robust? Uh, the suspension and whatnot is in this vehicle. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything down there. The uh, Nora course this year had uh, everything from hard pack, just desert roads, to whoops. We had some really soft sand with deep ruts near San Felipe. There's a bit of rock in it. It's you know it's certainly not a rock crawling course. It's not King of the Hammers. It's uh, but there's a bit of rock. There's a bit of technical windy, twisty stuff. Uh -huh. There's some high speed. There's flat out on dry lake beds. Uh, so yeah, it's just a huge mix, huge variety of terrain. And Bronco is just made for Baja. I think you know the fact that uh, you know they've got such a long history of running in Baja and winning races down there. We felt like it was important a to validate. Uh, you know, the, the truck down there and just show that Bronco's back, it's worthy of the name. Uh, but to be able to do it in a race environment was just, uh, you know, yeah. an extra special thing to do with it. I don't, you do not have Sasquatch back, package on. So people are going to learn what Sasquatch means with a Bronco. It's, uh, it, 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 it goes, it dovetails nicely with the brand. But in terms of that race, you didn't want Sasquatch, you want a, a leaner tire? Yeah, we just ran it with the uh, standard 33-inch uh, tire on the Badlands, and you know the the that package does have a bit more suspension travel, uh, which of course is a benefit in that environment. But uh, we could have done with a little more clearance. You're, you're running behind trophy trucks, which turn up the the desert and put deep yeah. ruts in, and so. Uh, you know, so we certainly didn't have the clearance of a truck on 40-inch tires, but we got through there and just kept on ticking. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a great story. Uh, really exciting to see the Bronco uh, come to market. Uh, Jamie Groves, vehicle engineering manager for the all-new Ford Bronco 2021. Thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, Henry. All right, that will do us do it for us today here at Car Radio. Uh, go out, uh, check out the new Ford Bronco. Uh, lots to uh, talk about on that new vehicle. Great to have uh, competition for the Jeep Wrangler, two of the most capable off-road vehicles out there today. Stay tuned for the um, for the Rocket Mortgage Classic Golf uh, Classic coming to you from Detroit and live right here at nine ten a.m. We will be back next week with another edition of Car Radio. In the meantime, this is Henry Payne, auto critic for the Detroit News. Keep the shiny side up. Are you looking for a great deal on advertising? Here at 910 AM Superstation, we're going to make you an offer that you can't refuse with our Godfather Package Special. You can receive 200 spots for $500. That's right, 200 spots for only $500. That's $2.50 per spot. All spots must air within a 30-day schedule. And 910 AM Superstation will produce your spots for free. Please contact Renisha Williams at 313-434-8291. That's 313-434-8291. Please call now. 
We asked people in Michigan why they got the COVID-19 vaccine. Because I am pregnant and we wanted to protect our baby boy. I believe in the science. Protect my friends and help our community. I'm ready to get back to somewhat normal. I want to hug my grandma again. COVID-19 vaccines are tested for safety and trusted by doctors. Find a vaccine near you at michigan.gov slash COVID vaccine. A message from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services would like to remind you that when you get your COVID-19 vaccine, there may be side effects. Like cash prizes, a free vacation, or a trip to the Super Bowl. For a limited time, when you get your vaccine at select area pharmacies, you'll be eligible to win a treasure trove of amazing prizes. Don't miss your shot to win big. Schedule your vaccine today. For details, visit michigan.gov slash win. Attention Detroit-based businesses. Are you looking for new opportunities to promote your goods and services? Corporate buyers, are you looking to work with quality, diverse local suppliers? If you're excited to connect with Detroit's Buy Detroit Procurement Program, register today for the Meet the Buyer event, an exclusive event sponsored by First Independent Bank and DTE in partnership with the Michigan Minority Supplier Diversity Council and Pure Michigan Business Connect. Please visit DEGC.org to register and learn more. Join WFDF 9 a.m. Superstation as we will be bringing you the Rocket Mortgage Classic from the Detroit Golf Club. Listen live as returning champion Bryson DeChambeau plays against Ricky Fowler, Bubba Watson, Phil Mickelson, and the rest of the field. Tune in Thursday, July 1st and Friday, July 2nd from noon to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Saturday, July 3rd and Sunday, July 4th from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. You can only listen to the Rocket Mortgage Classic on 9 a.m. or Sirius XM Radio. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep, and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore. So she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, 